What's up, everyone? This is Under 1000. We're your host, Jacob. And Sam. And today we're reviewing Heavenly Bodies, a biblical dating sim where you take the role of the Virgin Mary. <laughs> the inns of Bethlehem with only <laughs> in mind. And. and <laughs> is that the right game? Yeah. <laughs> I think I played a different game. <laughs> We're going to have to bleep that out. We can't get canceled nine episodes out, so. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, today's game is Heavenly Bodies, uh, a physics-based puzzle game that finds players performing space station maintenance in a zero-gravity environment. The game can be played single-player or with a local co-op partner. We actually played it using Steam Remote Play, which was really easy. Yeah, despite the fact that um, most of this game's negative reviews, the ones that are negative, um, talked about remote uh, play being difficult, but really we had no pro- problem with it over like three sessions, right? Yeah, yeah, no issues at all. Yeah. Um, so Heavenly Bodies was released December 7th, 2021, so pretty recently, from Two Point Interactive on PC, PS5, and PS4. Two Point is based in Melbourne, Australia, and um, from their description page, uh, Two Point combines the technical design expertise of Alexander Perrin and Joshua Tatangelo. Uh, we love games, fine art, purposeful interactivity, digital technologies, and finding where each tastefully intersect. Uh, and that's a pretty good description given their portfolio. Uh, we both take a look at their site, and um, they have a huge range of uh, design products from video animations to uh, games ranging from iOS to web-based games to, of course, Heavenly Bodies. Um, and they've also uh, won a Red Dot Award, I guess, which is a big deal in the design world. Yeah, it is. It, it really is is something of note that makes them stand out from other game developers, that they're like as much an interaction design studio as they are a game developer. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, those previous games are Pogo Cat for iOS and Short Trip, which is a WebGL-based game um, that is kind of just like a, a quick journey through um, like a, a storybook graphite art town um it's really notable because it's i mean it's cool to have a game like that in the browser and it's a really neat artistic experience um it's just purely web-based so that's really accessible for everyone so i would definitely check that out uh it currently sits with 768 reviews uh with overwhelmingly positive and um it definitely deserves that absolutely yeah like we said essentially all of the negative reviews of this game are people complaining about having problems with steam remote play it wasn't our experience but maybe it's a good thing to know um, there is some debate over whether you need one or two copies uh, to play with Steam Remote. Maybe someone has an answer. I'm going to go ahead and say support two point buy two copies. Yeah, I think um, we only needed one. We found out, but they can keep their money. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a fat cat about this, but <laughs> definitely they, not. No, they and can it's keep worth. And even if you need to, just you know, if I'm wrong about that, it's worth buying two just to play co-op. I played a little bit solo, but co-op was definitely the way to go. Yeah, especially because this is actually an under 1,000 game that is family friendly. <laughs> yes. And I'm, I am 100% sure about that this time. <laughs> Good. Excellent. Movement and mechanics. So the movement and mechanics are what makes uh, Heavenly Bodies special. Uh, the levels are basically cross sections of a space station. And your cosmonaut is a 2D ragdoll floating around within in zero G. Um, the reviews all seem to suggest playing with the controller, and it almost immediately became apparent why that was a good idea. Uh, because each joystick controls an arm, and the shoulder buttons are used to grip things, objects and walls, so you can move your arms independently and then grip things independently. Right, so interaction with the world kind of 
depends on you moving your joystick to kind of flop your arm in the right direction until your hand comes in contact with something. And flop then, is the correct term. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then you use the trigger to grip onto it. Uh, and that includes handles, objects, things like that around the space station, but also just walls and random debris. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you can kind of fling yourself around. Uh, the zero grav physics also allow you to do some swimming, something that I became somewhat confident at. Um, And it's difficult, but the result is hilarious and rewarding. And it's funny enough to offset what sounds like it's a very frustrating experience. Yeah, so Two Point has done something really smart in this scenario where uh, they have three levels of sort of difficulty, I guess you could call it, but really it's three types of experiences, which is assisted where um, they give you a little bit of extra help moving around the world. It's not totally zero G. Um, I think standard or whatever the, the main middle one that you start out as is just the experience as they designed it, which is not totally pure physics, but you, you can do some of that swimming you described. Um, and then they have the hard setting or the extra challenge, which is called Newtonian. And that's where, you know, swimming will get you nowhere. You have to you're completely at the mercy of drifting and trajectory and whatever momentum you've given yourself. Sounds frustrating. <laughs> Actually, surprisingly, it's not, which is like a theme throughout this game. Um, I played two levels on Newtonian, and uh, it was a slower-paced experience. It was a more thoughtful experience because of the stakes. you know. But that said, it was still a good game. It was almost like a different game. Like, we played... There are two games here. Like, you and I played the, the not assisted, but the middle, you know, as it's meant to be played version co-op, which was hilarious, and, like, we never got into such a terrible place that we had to restart. We could always kind of swim our way back to wherever we needed to be. And then when I played solo, it was like a very slow, well-paced, thoughtful puzzle experience where I actually had to use some of the like clipping things to make sure I didn't float off into space. Or I had to, you know, like leverage myself a little bit differently to move some of the things. And I think like both are really cool experiences. Yeah, it at the end of the day, the controls of this game are you're in zero gravity and you control as if it's like the type of controls that your grandparents think video games have <laughs> like one <laughs> joystick per arm. Uh, exactly. You did text me at one point asking me if I remembered Quop, uh, <laughs> which for anyone who had a study hall between, uh, I don't know, 2008 maybe. And now uh, yeah. you might be familiar with Quop. The is it a racing game? We're going to call it a racing <laughs> game because I'm good at it. Um, where you control. We're going to call it a, a quadruped simulator. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or yes. A biped simulator. Yes. Uh, it's proof that evolution is hard. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's also kind of like surgeon simulator. But I'd say there's a huge difference in kind of the feedback loop of how frustrated you get. Holy shit. I forgot about surgeon simulator. Yeah. Just keep it down. <laughs> Puzzle design. So the puzzles are fairly large in scope, um, and they're built up of many small steps that are explained by what is essentially a space-themed IKEA manual. Yes, how to assemble your Klausmonert space station. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, is that a fair comparison? Because I don't want to compare two point to IKEA if it's going to be a design insult. Uh, no, I think that that's design praise. I'm going to okay. go ahead and speak for the whole design community right here and say Bold. Um, that as an authority on the matter, right. um, that that is a compliment. Uh, but but it really is. The, the manuals, 
It's maybe even more of a diss at Ikea because the manuals are part of the puzzle where you're trying to <laughs> figure out what it's trying to communicate to you. But they are clear and you can figure them out. Um, and they walk you through basically the small steps you need to take, like flipping levers, aligning a satellite dish, which is an interesting puzzle when you're holding onto the side of a space station and trying to push it back and forth with your other arm. Um, yeah, I don't know who decided that the the space station satellites needed to be manually aligned from the outside, but... <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. They just they went old school with that one. <laughs> yeah. um, we are cosmonauts, not astronauts. So you know, it's like right. the the Kmart version of astronauts. You're right. Yes. Well, okay. Well, we're trying to not to insult people. We're gonna get cosmonauts in the the DMs. <laughs> if there's a cosmonaut in the DM, I will apologize. You're right. There are also interactable items, like I said, floating around uh, that you can grab onto. Uh, and it plays with scale because you're in zero G, uh, you might be moving a cell tower size structure and the puzzle is finding the right leverage. Um, or you might be grabbing a small cable and trying to plug it in. Uh, and then there are some more kind of interesting and larger tasks sprinkled throughout the game that are level specific, like flying a small <laughs> craft and keeping it in place outside of a meteor while your buddy mines materials from it. Okay, um, I have to... I have to stop you here because I found when I was going through to find the reviews for the end of this episode, I found the best review I've ever seen of a game. OK, and it was somebody who it was the it was started with an edit and the edit was like, I'm so sorry for being a fucking damn dumbass about this game. I take back everything <laughs> I said. And it was because they were complaining about that level flying a spacecraft because part of that level spoilers is that the spacecraft is piloted by you know little like how would you describe it like it's, little it's engines. propelled by little uh thrusters it's, that's what the word is it's the butt of a rocket yeah thrusters. yeah yeah thruster so yeah, yeah the yeah. butt of a human Good. The th- <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> the thing is, you have to, <laughs> the thrusters start unattached from the spaceship, and you have to like, as part of assembling the spaceship, you have to attach them and fix them into place. Otherwise, they just flop around like spaghetti attached to a rocket. You know, like, and so this person had gone through the entire asteroid level playing without the attached thrusters, and so basically they just got through it entirely on luck. And the review was complaining about how difficult it was, <laughs> and the developer had to comment on the review and say like, I'm. <laughs> I'm sorry, I think you misunderstood the premise here. <laughs> oh, man, read your Ikea manual, people. Yeah, that's what he said. He was like, yeah, I, I didn't read the manual. I'm the dumbass here. Positive review. This game is great. <laughs> yes. There are actually a couple of reviews of this game that have, like, edits of people being, like, absolute ass. And then they go back and edit, and they're like, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> and that, honestly, I've never seen edits like that in a Steam game, because this is not us roasting the game for being hard. It's, like, kind of impressive that they made it so intuitive and the game is so, like, challenging but fair that people went back and apologized about it, you know? Totally. Yeah. Uh, so there are other complications, like the possibility you mentioned of drifting away in space, uh, <laughs> where you have to latch yourself onto cables, um and like just the general movement of objects that don't stay still they'll bounce around move away from you you can't just like let go of something do something else and then expect it to be in the same place when you come back yeah you can clip things to your belt occasionally um but that's pretty selective and somewhat of a niche niche solution you know it's not a catch-all uh also speaking of of throwing things um i would highly suggest at least once flinging your partner if you play co-op into the abyss because i didn't do that and i i regret not doing it given the review most of the reviews referenced how fun that was yeah we almost were a little bit um too in sync when we played this game <laughs> we should yeah, have true. uh yeah 
I don't know. Well, that's the way it is. Yeah, so overall, the biggest successes is that the puzzles are open enough so that you want to do well at them. Um, the You could certainly, like, solve the puzzles by sort of, like, clinging to the walls and climbing along, like, crab-walking your way there with just your arms with a level of safety. Um, but you end up, like, inspired to do things more smoothly and quickly, whether it's by your own impatience or by the fact that the game is like, hey, like, here's this fire extinguisher. Why don't you want to see what that does? Or here are these fireworks or something. And... Although it gives me indigestion to say it, <laughs> um, it reminds me of the one thing that I liked about Breath of the Wild, which is that it's a system that makes you want to play with it. It's Yes, there are objectives, and yes, there are things you have to do, but it's open-ended enough so that you don't want to do them the easiest way, you want to do them the most fun way, and that's really cool. Yeah, it really rewards curiosity, and it's like inspiring to do well, you know? Yeah. Totally. Um, my favorite puzzle was one where you had to sort of a t assemble a radio tower and configure radio dishes. Uh, and it was a long multi-step puzzle that sort of took advantage of, I thought, like some of the more interesting aspects of the game. And this is really where I got a sense for the game's scale. Ambience. So really the thing that makes this game not immensely frustrating uh, and more of like a meditative, soothing experience uh, is how the level design, menu, cutscenes, all the appearance of them comes together. It's very quiet and sterile the entire time without being scary or uninviting. It's like this peaceful, drifting, soft glow of celestial bodies illuminating you. Um, and the music is like... All right, so like like a week and a half ago, Robin and I went to a yoga class, right? At a new place. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. It is a good yoga studio. I'm not trying to diss anybody's yoga. Mm -hmm. um that would be against the practice That'd exactly be poor, poor yogi yogi behavior right and i've been to two yoga classes this year which means that i <laughs> am a yogi so i don't you know um and they played kind of like what i would refer to as animal crossing music <laughs> while we were doing <laughs> yoga which is fine yeah. but what i really want like when i was in the salt cave meditating okay like mm -hmm. what i really want is that yoga music that makes it feel like I'm doing yoga, but it's 5,000 years ago, you know? Like, it's right. just, like, vibrating my soul. Um, and <laughs> so, I was... yeah, more more like random gong at intervals <laughs> as, as one person decides, and less wee, wee menu music where it's like the do, 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 do. <laughs> exactly. And that kind of, like, ethereal hum soothing music is the backdrop of Heavenly Bodies. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely music to float in zero gravity <laughs> too. Um, we watched uh, Fantastic Fungi last night. Have you seen that? No, damn it! I missed excellent, it in the indie theater, but I'll watch. It. Ex excellent doc documentary. But we watched it. Uh, Say and I just deeply influenced. And <laughs> when I think back to it, I don't hear any of the voices from the documentary. I just imagine the music from Heavenly Bodies playing in my head over it. <laughs> you just like hear it and suddenly you have like closed eye visuals. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, so in addition to the ambiance, like the music, the soft lighting, which I think the soft lighting is also key. This game is like way less hospital sterile and more like like you said like yoga studio do salt crystal cave calm soothing but also clean and sterile you know and to apply that to space is pretty cool i thought the lighting is like a memory of waking up as a child yeah yeah everything is just like very flush and very beautiful yeah 
Yeah, so in addition to all that, that, I think one key gameplay thing that you and I both identified was that there are no timers. And that goes a long way towards letting this be just a chill, goofy physics romp versus a stressful situation where you got frustrated. And I think we've mentioned frustration twice here, and that's because this could very easily have been a game that was frustrating to play, right? Right, it's like... The premise of it is teetering on that edge so much, and I I feel like the biggest uh, deterrent to people playing this if they're just watching it or hearing about it is like thinking that it would be that type of experience, and it's just it's just really not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you you let yourself laugh at it. You know, if I'm being totally honest, I couldn't I couldn't describe the the controls in any particular detail. If someone like showed me a screen of this game and then like a controller, and we're like. Okay, so like, what would you have to do to this controller to make their arm go left? I would have no idea how to describe it, to right. be honest. We had so much um, back and forth of like, is the joystick absolute directions or relative directions? <laughs> and just like, and despite that, really we, we got through seven missions, you right. know, and and it was so fun and so funny. Like, I think you and I cracked up so many times playing this game. Yeah, absolutely. Just like from the very beginning when you're in a space pod and you're you, you realize how the game's controls work, you start like waving your hands around, like, you know, like dabbing and then like waving at the camera <laughs> and shit like that, you know, like it's so good. Reviews. All right. So as is tradition, uh, we've each picked up some Steam reviews. I know we've discussed reviews a little bit already uh, throughout this episode. But uh, Sam, why don't you hit me with one of your great Steam reviews? Yeah. So from WireGR. Finally, I can live out my dreams of floating out into space away from other people forever. <laughs> this is one of the situations where uh, we both picked that one. Uh, I actually ended up cutting it, though. So I'm glad that you got nice, it. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. And this was, uh, this was another one of those Steam games where it's like, this game would be fun if I had friends. I wonder what that's like. And I became deeply concerned for much of the Steam community. People are hurting right now, Sam. People are hurting. We- we need to start a Discord and just help people find find other people to play games. Nah, with. nah, we can't do that. We can't open that. No, 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 no. All right. Steam fair users enough. have to suffer with someone else. All right, fair enough. Not suffering is XOG Jake ST, who said, best plunger physics in the West. <laughs> nice, yeah. Yeah, you remember the time I found the plunger and brought it all the way to the end of the level only to find out that it didn't do what I thought it was going to do? It didn't do anything. Well, this game rewards creativity. <laughs> Actually, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It did do something. It made me have a lot of fun sticking it, a plunger to stuff it, in zero gravity. Games you play with your heart. <laughs> All right. My next one is, is from Afficus. Uh, and this is a thoughtful one. I spent one hour to cover 30 meters and it spelt, and it felt like five minutes. And that, I felt like really captured our first session with the game where you were like, okay, I guess we'll have to call it a night. And I think we'd done like three missions or something. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, we just like, how long has it been? And it had been like two hours. It was like, you know, 1 (laughs) a.m. Yeah. But I mean, that really is what this game feels like. Like, it's amazing because it feels like you're doing things like. Like not I don't want to say tedious because it's fun, but you're doing things carefully in this like zero G environment where you have to be really careful about the way that you move. But then like it doesn't it's it's so fun that it feels like no time passes at all. You're focused and you're in the moment. Yeah, definitely. Cryptic Militia says, yes, but sometimes no. <laughs> yeah, that's, I think it's pretty fair. Yeah. Uh, the no for me being the last 30 seconds of the game. Um, so <laughs> uh, my next one is from Kodachrome 2003. 
I wanted to throw my computer out the window and punch a baby the entire time I was playing. Absolutely cursed controls. Isaac Newton can burn in hell. Great game. <laughs> <laughs> Reviews to punch your keyboard too. Just... <laughs> Yeah, I, I think um, don't play this game with a keyboard is, is what I'm going to say for sure. Uh, they do have some recommendations to their credit on the site. Um, uh, the Heavenly Bodies website has some accessibility recommendations for if you do choose to play with a keyboard. But I would definitely use the controller for this one. It's, it's It seems like most of the complaints were also related to controller, uh, the, like mishaps as well. Oh, and you can turn on toggling grabbing for those of you keyboard players who have to you know use keyboard and mouse. So that should help a little bit. Yeah, my last review is from Addiction, and he just said, useless legs. <laughs> okay, that is a good point. That, that's, that's, that's not entirely true. You can tuck them. <laughs> They're useless. <laughs> they, are, they are dead weight. <laughs> that is not true. There are many moments where I could feel that you were getting frustrated, and in order to defuse the situation, I rapidly tapped the left and right bumper buttons over and over and over again to make it look like my character was just shoving his little legs out. Yes, dancing is not useless. <laughs> yes, it's a very good morale booster, I'm going to say. Conclusion. So yeah, overall, Heavenly Bodies is uh, an excellent puzzle game and a wonderful co-op experience. So if you've got someone who you're trying to play a game with, um, either local co-op or over Steam Remote Play, definitely pick it up. Um, if you're into puzzle games, especially physics-based puzzle games, definitely pick it up. Um, if you have a level-headed lover, pick it up. <laughs> if you have someone that you want to bond with, Level-headed lover sounds like a new metal band. You're just gonna expose my YouTube channel from 2003 <laughs> like that. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, your first username ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly, level-headed lover. <laughs> Certainly not what I was at age eight in 2003. Okay, that's not an appropriate username. <laughs> And I think that about wraps it up for Heavenly Bodies. Uh, thanks again for listening to another episode of Under 1000. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, that's awesome. Uh, follow us at at underscore 1kpod. That's 1kpod. And if you'd like to support the show, visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash u1k. And we do have to give a shout out for our two Patreon subscribers that we have, uh, Sayaka Matsuoka and Shiori Matsuoka. So thanks, y'all. Yeah, thanks. Uh, and definitely remember to like and subscribe on the podcast app of your choice. Uh, five stars on iTunes is amazing. Uh, only five stars, please. If you're not going to give us five stars, uh, then you can throw your phone into uh, a storm drain. Get your ears checked because this is a five star show. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. Uh, you are wrong. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> yep. Have a good night. And, uh, you know, go back and enjoy our other games, too, because we've got a lot of good, good ones. This is episode 10, right? Technically, yes. Technically, it's episode 10. That's amazing. So, yeah, you know, check out the full Under 1000 podcast catalog. Check out all the other creators on Twitter. We're following him. You should, too, because they're great developers. And, yeah, um, I think that's it. Stay alive to listen to more. <laughs> yes, cling, cling to life. <laughs> and enjoy uh, this audio of the two of us goofing our way through Heavenly Bodies. Bye, everybody. Okay, so each of the joysticks controls our arms, and then we can grab with. You, you can look, 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 you, you can do a little grabby. Right, I'm gonna throw this to you. Ready? Oh, I'm. I literally could not be less ready than I am. <laughs> yeah.
There we that go. That might be a bad idea, honestly. <laughs> if we die, we die together. <laughs> well, that's exactly why. Damn, that took a long time. <laughs> no, I think that's the cumulative time, isn't it? Uh, no, we've definitely been playing this game for over two hours, so... <laughs> Wait, really?